What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? It begins. Good day. Good day. I don't know why my nose decided right now to start getting congested. <laughs> right, oh, right as we were about to start the show, gotta, I started. You gotta sound that nerd nasally. Well, even hyphen. To all the listeners who do not like hearing a runny nose. Or... What did you say? You gotta sound that nerd nasally. That's yeah, what I heard. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You know, because you gotta talk like this uh, with your plutonium, and it helps out. Uh, okay. <laughs> it just the <laughs> sentence was a little odd. That's why I didn't really. That's right. Because that's what it. that's what dorks do, right? We're <laughs> We like get to it, up here. <laughs> we have no projection in our voices. That is that is like the the worst, most stereotypical <laughs> definition, <laughs> definition of a nerd. Puberty has escaped us. I live <laughs> I live in a basement. I have acne glasses, and I yeah. talk in my nose. I sound like What's... a broken dialect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that reminds me of um, what's Master his name on, on the Simpsons, <laughs> Professor Professor Frank on yeah, the yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing, you can't, you yeah. can't play with it, children. You don't want to enjoy it on as many levels as I will. <laughs> <laughs> Good God! <laughs> All right, guys. So welcome back to another episode of That's Canon, where we discuss yeah, yeah, yeah. an issue, a series, or an arc. And this week we're going to be doing a selection. From the vault. No, it's not the vault. 2015 is not that long ago, yeah, so I don't think we call it the vault. But we are picking one of our favorite characters, yes. Martian Manhunter, Volume One by Rob Williams. Uh oh. My my, he's he's definitely one of my, if not my top out of the main seven Justice League characters, is in my top three. I think he's in, uh, he's in my top three because of all bless you, man. Yeah, I know. Sorry, man. Uh, Sorry. He's, he's, he, <laughs> he's in my top. Were you? Did you, was your mic that when you were sneezing? Yes. Oh, okay, so maybe they didn't hear. Oh, they might have heard you. Yeah, anyway, yeah they so. probably still heard me through his because I sneezed like okay. a fucking <laughs> <laughs> like a thunderstorm in the room. <laughs> his sneeze is like <laughs> his superpower. It's like Thanos' finger snap. <laughs> Every time Brian sneezes, half the universe is balanced. I just, I just saw Dave just turn to death. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that would be so dark if that was uh, someone's imagine. power. Good That's God. crazy. Damn you, Brian. Uh, I got distracted. I forgot what I was saying before that. Uh, we were talking yeah. about how he's one of your top seven, top three. Oh yeah, oh, well, top, three, top three out of the main seven. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I feel like his power sets, just the things he's capable of. How could you not make him like, if not stronger or a better story than Superman? Yeah. I know. Um, uh, and and he's from we'll, our own we'll solar into, system too. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and as we'll get into it here, it's uh, it gets a little dicey. How are you trying to do that here? But the thing yeah. about Martian Manhunter, the thing is, I've always thought that out of all the Justice League characters, even though he's so powerful, I find he's always the most underrated. Yeah, he's that's what I'm saying. Right? It doesn't make any sense. And the thing, anyways, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm yeah. gonna start going into the review. I'm gonna start going on tag. Okay, review. So I hold there, back. I'm just gonna add one thing. Before uh, in the <laughs> reign of the Superman that we watched recently, yeah. or read if you've read, read the comics, um, at the end of it, he has to impersonate. Superman. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny Right? Scene. Because yeah. Superman and Clark Kent were missing at the same time. So in order to cover up, yeah. to make sure no one has any suspicions, John Jones actually, uh, John Johns, I guess. Is it yeah. John John? It's John like, Jones. Yeah. John, it's John Jones, John, but it's John spelled Jones, Jones. But it's like a Johns. Yeah. Yeah, because anyway. there's a specific way you're supposed to pronounce yeah. it. But whatever. Yeah, exactly. He has to shapeshift into Superman. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I like that how is this taller. guy? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. how is this guy not prominent? Like, 
he can shapeshift his power set. How is he not like the yeah. main, the leader? Mm-hmm. His, his telekinesis in itself, the fact that he doesn't use his telepathy, sorry, telepathy, yeah. to like control people for, you know, he could do but whatever he wants. He's a team lead in the Justice League animated series, right? He's one of them. Like He's, he's like, one of them. He's, he's like, not main guy. Okay. You know? I just remember him like telling them what missions to go on. Yeah. Well, he, he was I, like, like the I watchtower get, guy because he couldn't, he didn't exactly. live on Earth. So yeah. he was like over over he was like overseeing everything. I wonder why he didn't live on Earth, where all the What's heroes crazy? treat him like crap because he looks <laughs> exactly. Different. Yeah, oh, I boy. don't mind, and I respect him, like or even all the members letting Superman be the beacon. Yeah, but Superman is not necessarily smart. Um, um, he's not necessarily like a tactical leader. Batman no. is, so yeah. Batman is sort of running the team from the background, in my opinion. Whereas yeah. it should be John Johns. Yeah. Well, I always but, felt like it was like Superman was more like always the moral compass because he's always like which is why which is why he needs to be the face of the company. Exactly. Then you had Batman who's like, well, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do it right. And then John jo- Jones was just like, okay, well, you guys think of those two things, but I'm gonna like delegate everything so that you guys could concentrate on what you're supposed to be doing. I always found I in the in the animated series that's kind of like how it was, and then everyone else was like very independent on their own thing because they like you know uh you had hawker who was try- trying to find her place because she was obviously a double agent for a while you had flash who was just running around all over earth doing his thing yeah you had green lantern who was do- obviously doing green lantern stuff and only came back when he had to yeah and, and wonder woman was sort of just like a general the whole time anyway yeah exactly yeah. So she doesn't really have any tactical roles. She just is muscle. <laughs> Even though she probably is as tactically inclined as Bats. Yeah. Yes. Except for Bats is a bit uh, more in tune with the world because she's been out of the world, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Because right. they did, I mean, they did I touch mean, she's, on that. She's, I, don't, I can't give her that excuse anymore. Maybe at the beginning. But yeah, she's true. definitely yeah. got to be more in tune with things now. I, I mean, if, you, if she's not, she's just choosing. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm, I'm assuming that we're talking about like the Justice League when they just started to form. Like not just a sequel. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But and, even and at that point, she, yeah. But he's right though. Oh, even at true. that point, she's been on Earth for like forty, fifty years. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, she's like, lived through a bunch of different like events she, on Earth. She's been on know, Earth so. longer than Batman's been alive. That's what I'm saying. And Batman. So if anyone yeah, should have all this information, and anyway, it just goes to show. I don't want to say it because it might. She's not that smart. That. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like it's the writers that don't write. No, her but that again, that's forty yeah, years. Exactly. Forty years on Earth, but how many of those forty years was on Themyscira? Because when she was on Themyscira, no, no, it was completely since she. T- oh, you mean like since leaving in the story? She left Themyscira at, during World War II and came to help the true. world of man. That's true. And Justice League takes place in the nineties, let's say, and World War ended in 44, 43, 44. So it's like fifty years that she's been in the world of man as a as a diplomat who's worked with other nations and has fought with people and has been fighting to save the world. She's been on Earth longer than Superman's been on Earth. She's been on Earth longer than Batman's mm-hmm. been on. Earth. The only person that's been on Earth as long as she has is probably John Jones mm-hmm. because he was in a lab that whole time since God knows when. Uh, I actually don't know how long John Jones. And he's just been observing mankind exactly. from the from the shadows. Well, as a Bro. you're supposed to be as a detective, not like anyways. Like, yeah, we'll get it. Getting, but here, start time, Jimmy. Let's start with this: the elevator oh. pitch, where we first off read to you guys what the description is on the comic itself, and then we give you our own take on how we would pitch this to our bosses as we rode the elevator with them to the top floor. This week, guys, once again, we are doing Martian Manhunter Volume One, 
2015. This volume is called The Epiphany. The Pitch. For some time now, the Martian Manhunter has been lost in our world, an alien in every aspect. He has struggled to find his place even after the joining the Justice League of America, Justice League Unlimited, and Stormwatch. Now his past has come to haunt him as an alien invasion threatens to destroy the world. In order to prove to the world and to himself that he is the hero he knows himself to be, the Martian Manhunter must make the ultimate sacrifice. What happens next is truly alien. Collecting issues 1 through 6 of the 2015 run, there's only 12 issues in the whole run, if I'm not mistaken, because they retconned or changed up everything again at some points, which is another issue that DC has. Mm -hmm. But... um, but for purpose, but anyway. But that's yeah, that's the pitch. That's the the description on the comic itself, Volume One, The Epiphany. So now our elevator pitch. Who wants to go first, guys? Who feels I'll like? I'll do it. Okay, Dave. I'll do it. So, so getting in the elevator, I'm like, Yo, boss. He's like, Yeah. It's like I I feel like doing the Martian Manhunter. He's like, Yeah, man. Like you know, we haven't done that in a while. Like you know, yeah. He, he was a detective for many years, and he like he saw all these things, and like yeah, we could do a lead up to the to the Justice League for New Fifty Two. That sounds like. Okay, like no, 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 boss. Scratch all that. That stuff's boring. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ruin all that. <laughs> I'm gonna break him into like six different people because you know he shapeshifts, so like he could be like multiple man all of a sudden. I don't know why I'm gonna rip off Marvel for this thing, <laughs> but I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna try and give him different aspects. Except for no one's gonna really know that they're Martian Manhunter, and you know, all this to say, instead of being like the the guy who survived in his the last part of his race, instead. He's not necessarily the last part of his race as much as he was a designed weapon to destroy the Earth. And, uh, yeah, he's been living a lie this whole time. I think it'll work. And the boss is looking at me like, that sounds stupid. And then his boss comes in. He's like, hey, we need to switch up John uh, Martian Manhunter. Sure, try that out. <laughs> so yeah. it's not even that you convince your boss. It's that your boss's boss walks in and says, we need diversity. Do what he says. Basically, so I mine was along the same lines, literally, because I can't even picture myself pitching this crap to people. <laughs> um, I, 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 I see it as like I go to the boss and I pitch an amazing pitch for John Jones or the Justice League. And then he's had this like copy on his desk for like about a week that he's been uh, he's he just read and he thinks it's the greatest idea in the world. And I'm doing my best to convince him that mine is better, whatever mine is. But he just makes me he wants me to write this one specifically and I write this begrudgingly, which is why it comes out as terrible as it does, because there's no way to make this there's no way to make this story sound to look good. It is it, I have no elevator pitch for this. This is just like this is the this is the, <laughs> this is my boss telling me to write a story and I'm doing it because I gotta get paid. It's that's it's terrible. That's hilarious. Uh my pitch We'll get into the details of the story. Yeah, yeah. My pitch is um uh, so I had lunch with the Wachowskis, the, the guys who did Matrix. Oh my god, yes. Uh, so I had lunch with those guys, and they were telling me this idea they had for this comic book called this uh, this TV show they're doing called Sense Eight, where all th- where they have these characters, right? And they all connect through their minds, and they they make up kind of this one super person entity entity through their linked minds, and I was just Ooh. like, oh. I should pitch that for a character in DC and kind of flip it on its head where it's like it's one person split into all these characters. And I'm so I'm walking into the elevator. I see my boss. He's holding a Martian Manhunter issue from like a couple years ago. And I'm like, oh, that's who it is because he's telepath. Okay. 
boss, I got an idea for Martian Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's We're going to take Martian Manhunter and split him into multiple characters, all different essences and parts of him and we're gonna try and tell this this story wait but that's not how the martian Man- yeah yeah we're being creative we're being new we're going outside the box oh okay i guess i mean that sounds interesting you want to do a draft no no forget the draft i'll tell you right now one of them's an old man one of them's a young girl one of them's an alien one of wait what one of them's a- he is an alien yeah yeah one of them's an alien why are the other ones human then i don't know i don't know boss <laughs> it doesn't make sense it but just, I'm pitching it. It doesn't have to make sense. Exactly. That's the problem. Just go with the flow. And every version every version of this pitch comes down to it doesn't have to make sense. We're just trying something new. Oh my gosh. And you say thinking outside the box. This is blowing the box. The <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Yeah. I so think- I don't know if people are able to determine how this review is potentially gonna go down, but we're still gonna discuss it. Um, however, going into the the next, what, set- what else has Rob Williams written? That's my that's my oh. next. Oh, curious. you got you got a. Okay, so let's check. Rob, yeah, we'll, we'll take a little. Rob pause. Williams does seem like an interesting writer, though. I'm not gonna I, like I, I. Is it just because he sounds like Robin Williams? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the that's first not a good quality. The first time I saw oh, it, Suicide Squad. So he's done some work on Suicide Squad Rebirth. Um, I actually like all Suicide Squad. Is this? Uh, he's done some Kingsman work. He's done Doctor Who. Uh, he's done. Yeah, he's done. He's done some he's pretty done interesting stuff. stuff. And I, I could I could, okay. I could I could attest uh, most of uh, because I don't know which issues he's done, but most of Suicide Squad since its start at New Fifty Two was actually good. It was it was changing the characters to a certain degree and developing a lot of people, especially like Harley Quinn, to be more than just like the Joker's girlfriend. So okay, so I, he's I, done he's done quite yeah. a few. I'm looking at his credits right now, so I think. Whatever this was, I'm hoping is exactly the scenarios we painted earlier, whereas he was sort of conned or, or forced to write this mm. um, just to meet some sort of quota. I don't know what kind of quotas they put on writers, um, but that might be what this is because it is so convoluted. I started reading this, the first issue. I read it. I'm like, wait, hold on. What? Wait, wait, wait. wait hold, on, hold on. This has to be the review. Yeah. We, we got to go to the next thing because we're going to go on a tangent. I'm, I'm interested right. to hear this, and uh, and I'll explain why it, right before we start next I one. almost I almost can't wait to jump into yeah. it. <laughs> I will explain that. I'll explain quickly before we start going. Cause this was my pick, why I wanted to, to do this, uh, but we're going to go into the next uh, segment. So the next segment is what we call the what if segment. It's where one of us tries to pitch an idea of uh, just like regular what if comic books from, from Marvel that have done in the past. Um, you know, what if this happened? How would it fall out? Do we think that it would be good for continuity now? Do we think it makes sense? Do we think it's better than what is currently going on in comic books? Uh, so it's really one person pitching to the to the rest of the team this week. To the it, panel. To as the panel. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and this week it will be Toby pitching. What if Batman never recovered from his broken back? Oh, snaps. Like his spine. <laughs> That's pretty heavy, dude, um, yeah. because that happened a while ago, and there's been a lot written since then. Mm-hmm. So there's that affects... been a lot, and we don't really need to get into everything that no, was no, written no. after that point. Uh, we could even just start from just what happens if that was the case. Like, you got that diagnosis saying, hey, we were never going to be able to repair your back. Yeah. So for those who don't know, um, at nightfall, 
right yeah. as a series yeah uh, where bane comes into the picture and you know breaks batman's back and if you remember the dark knight rises the movie this is something that they touched on as well um the difference between the comic book and the movies is the fact that in the in the, in the movies uh, if i remember correctly and i'm sure someone's going to correct me if i'm wrong um when when bane sort of breaks quote unquote batman's back um it turns out that they <laughs> they, they made it a herniated disc um, where one of the prisoners, I think, helps him realign, and it took him about a month and a half, two months in the pit before he fully recovered from that back. Yeah. Uh, but in the comic books, he's kind of like laid out, and he has to disappear uh, and look for help from this doctor who has this amazing magic or some kind of like technology to help him recover from his broken back. Again, it's comics, you know, things like that are going to happen. But what if? They stuck to it, and that wasn't an option because this wasn't an option for Barbara Gordon when she got shot in her yeah. back and she got paralyzed. Um, so it? why was it an option for Batman, right? Can I ask um, a quick so, question? How did yeah. that get corrected, by the way, or was that just retconned? What what got corrected? Uh, because like Barbara could walk now. Oh well, there is. Oh, one, I think there's one version where she has tech in her spine. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's another version where I don't think she's been shot yet. Like, this latest version of Barbara, as far as I understand in this... Because this is, once again, like I was saying for DC, I feel like we're in a retconned universe right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the current universe doesn't take place in the same line as everything else. All right, sorry, yeah, and, uh, continue. And, and there's one thing you have to know about Batman, <laughs> and this is something that I realize in every story and every plot line and every arc, is Batman has the greatest superpower of all, <laughs> of everyone. It's called plot convenience. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> he, whatever the plot needs Batman to be or Batman to do or Batman to say, that's what's going to happen, regardless yeah. of what we know to be his weaknesses or his strengths. Um, so his, his, his greatest power, like I said, is plot convenience or plot armor, um, I think is what helps here. But what if that wasn't the case in this scenario? Now, as we know, after he went, he got paralyzed, uh, Azrael, John Paul Valley took over as Batman. Yeah. Um, and this was actually despite, uh, Robin at the time, uh, contesting with Batman saying, Hey, actually, Dick should be Batman, uh, while you're away. Yeah. You guys remember this? Yeah. This was and, Tim, and, 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 and this is Tim Drake, right? Yes. Yeah. And Batman, Batman's like, well, you know, Dick is off doing his own thing. I don't really think I should be, you know, you know, he he's his own man. So I think this is the right person for the job. And then you go to, you come to find out later that Dick actually was mad that Batman didn't even ask him. Yeah. And he went to Azrael, who's way more violent, who thinks the way to actually resolve everything as far as Bane is concerned is to just, you know, pretty much murder people. Yeah. He's yeah. People around <laughs> yeah so. Yeah, in this world, what if his back was broken and never recovered? And what if this sort of angst that Dick felt about not being asked to be Batman created some sort of bat wars? That is very interesting. That's very interesting. So, which so, would which would which would pitch Dick versus Azrael for the mantle of Batman uh, as we know it? So you're essentially so you're bumping up that story because there was the once Batman died, there was that. I don't know if you guys remember that famous poster where it's like all the Bat characters, mm -hmm. and there's like a Two Face Batman. There's yeah. a the there's Jason Todd as Batman with the guns. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're moving that timeline up earlier because that cause, way earlier. Yeah, because that would be insane to do that so much earlier than, but it would be super and interesting. Yeah. How do you how do you think 
Dick versus Ezra. How do you think that would go? The only so, mm. I th- I think because of how based off of how comics are written and how Dick is is is, is was the underrated character, I think he would have basically won and would have solidified Dick as I I mean I think that he was always a solid character, but I think it would have been like you're not even you're not you're not Robin you're not like Nightwing this up and coming hero you are now the hero i think he would have def i think if that would have been the case they definitely would have made dick become batman i think it would have been mm. like basically i think i think he, ba- batman beyond earned. would have kind of happened but like it's not terry guinness oh. anymore it would be dick and then dick would be doing the same like i think a lot of the same things would have happened it's just like really who, I th- do you think do you think Dick has actually become that much of a Bruce Wayne? Like Bruce Wayne has made a copy of himself to that point, and that's why Dick is having such a hard time. He wants to separate himself from Bruce that much. But I, no, but what I'm saying is that Dick is Dick is lo- at the end of the day, regardless of how angry he was about everything, because a lot of the becoming Nightwing was him angry at Batman. Yeah, but he's right. loyal to he's still loyal to 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 the Wayne concept. He's still loyal mm-hmm. to the concept of that Gotham needs a Batman or needs a, a, a defender. Yeah. He definitely would have taken out Azrael because he's like, Batman is, as much as I don't like Bruce, I don't like his tactics, at the end of the day, but he's not a killer. I can make, I can make Batman, by being Batman, I could become a better Batman for Gotham. Mm-hmm. And, but what I'll do, like, basically, instead of uh, Alfred being Alfred, Batman would have become the Alfred. He would have become like how he is with Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond, like mm-hmm. this oracle of sorts. I think that or would have Watch happened. Watchtower. Or Watchtower. Yeah. That would have happened naturally. To be honest, if you what you're saying is happening, I actually think that Alfred would be dead now. Because he would not have a purpose anymore. True. They would have killed him off. And I think a lot of the things that have happened, I don't think I think I think Jason Todd's storyline probably wouldn't have never happened properly. I don't if, think it would. It, I think that would have just gotten erased. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that would I, that would be gone. I think Tim Drake would have obviously been still there. Um, so here's the thing, too. We have to remember that all the Bat villains are still around, yeah. <clears throat> including but the Joker. I'm gonna let you guys finish because I have a di- I have a different perspective. Yeah, uh, including the Joker. Uh, I th- I don't think the Joker. I think the Joker would have won if Dick was Batman. Or there's a chance. Go on, I sorry. think the, the the Bruce and Batman they it, there's something about his dynamic with the Joker that allows things to continue and not end. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like the as Joker would have known as soon as he's fighting Dick for the first time. He's like, "Wait, you're not him." But you know what? I think the exactly. Jo- but if anything, that's actually actually that's a great point that you guys bring up because now that I just thought about it, that's how the Joker would have faded out of existence because he would have been like, "You're not the original Batman." Dick would have been in a situation where he's like, "Look." The original Batman's done. And then Joker, because Joker's always been atta- attached to being the ying of Batman's I, Yeah, but yang. he's also obsessed yeah, with him. That, he doesn't but, like the idea of anyone else playing with his toys. He even says that in exactly. the comic. Yeah, but he would have done a he lot of stuff rather, off screen. You know what I mean? Hey, man, Alfred said it best. Some men would rather watch the world burn. Yeah, I think at that point, true. he would just destroy everything. Because <laughs> what's, what's the point anymore? There's no game. There's no fun in it for him anymore. That's true. Or, or if anything, he thinks that being as bad as he is will eventually bring the original Batman out. Yeah. Because oh, if, yeah. If, if Dick doesn't actually say like, 
he's dead, if he just says he's gone, he's going to be like, oh, he's somewhere. I got I to find him. I'm going to figure out where he is. And that yeah. would make for a very interesting side comic book for the Joker, yeah. like the search for the real Batman, yeah. in which he's yeah. just being essentially like Mr. Glass. He's just constantly doing mm. the most insane, violent things he can think of in hopes that it will draw out batman the real the real Batman. yeah and that would just actually put him in contention with like other superheroes like you'd see superman show up you'd see like you'd see a whole bunch of other heroes show up because he'd be going like it was one thing when the joker was doing stuff in gotham and batman was telling everyone he's off limits i'll handle it Mm. but it's another thing where dick grayson doesn't would probably not feel like he has the right to tell superman or wonder woman or green lantern or blue beetle or any of them hands off he's mine especially if the joker's going well beyond what he usually does and is going like glass level like blowing up trains crashing planes and doing stuff like that but and also just to to drag him out yeah exactly but if also if if robin is sorry dick grayson if dick grayson was the batman i actually think two-face or riddler would have become a lot more prominent because he's like Riddler and him always had like more of like a tit for tat because they're both like the smart puzzler puzzle yeah. guys. Even in like the Batman animated series, when Riddler comes around, it's usually Robin who's like going more about the tricks and, and, and learning the the boxes or whatever's going on. Yeah, and I feel like Harvey Dent would have just been a bit more prominent, but yeah. it would have definitely been interesting. However, I do feel that even if that happened, I feel like by now they would have like. I think it would have been like, okay, it's 20 years of like Dick being Batman, but I somehow feel like by now, just because of how they do things, they would have somehow been like, oh no, a magic saved Bruce. I feel like it would oh, eventually they would, they come would eventually. They would, I feel like they would have done that eventually. I mean, really? don't get me wrong. Tobe, I, I like your idea. What but you're I, describing is, is solid. It's just yeah. that at some point they would invent the same way they did with Barbara. Barbara's yeah. been tw- like 20 years she was shot but in Killing Joke, which technically wasn't a canon story per se. Yeah. Because Killing Joke is a story in which ba- Joker reveals who he is. The whole story is about who he is, actually is. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he shoots Barbara. Yeah. But in the universe, pe- no one knows who the Joker is. They still are n- unsure. And Barbara still is in a wheelchair, which I always found weird that that story was somehow merged, but the Joker's identity wasn't merged. Because they're supposed to still do the, the three Joker story, no? So possibly. That, I know. I, I hope I, they do that, because that sounded like a very interesting arc, the fact that there's not one. Yeah. But here, so my side, yeah, so I'll, yeah. I'll go super quick. In my version of this, Asriel ends up like either breaking or defeating uh, Dick Grayson. Oh, you think that that's, what, that's, because, that's what I that's what I would like. Yeah, because <laughs> Azriel is far more violent and is willing to go well beyond. And Dick Grayson has always been uh, unwilling to go even as far as Batman. Like he doesn't like mm-hmm. how far Batman goes when he's fighting crime. So he's not going to yeah. go as far as Azriel. And Azriel will easily like break a leg, crack an arm. Like in the comic book, when Azriel takes over, he has a he tells Tim Drake off, like don't follow me. I don't need a sidekick. I don't want you leave me alone i'm really not playing and robin mm-hmm. starts and gets his own comic book at that point and then dick grayson would show up with a chip on his shoulder being like i wasn't even asked like i would probably confront him and be like you don't deserve the mantle you just showed up you know bat like bruce might think you're worthy but i definitely don't you have to prove yourself and then azrael would probably feel a bit away about it and would uh, like they They'd have their own war, like you're saying. A real war would come out of it, where like Tim Drake is helping Nightwing. Uh, you know, Barbara. I don't know. If Barbara is in that sport, but I, I'm saying like the Bat allies would most definitely line up with with Nightwing, Dick Grayson, more so than anyone. However, 
if Huntress is around, I don't know where she is in this. She'd probably go on the Huntress is definitely down with some street justice. So she would be like she might not necessarily pick a side, but she's not gonna help Nightwing. Oh, so the like, Bat Wars turns into some sort of a civil war. Yeah, yeah, it starts to split. Oh, the, it starts to split exactly the Black Family, and then the, and then the thing is, Azrael at the same time is constantly going after criminals and is killing criminals. So yeah. I don't know who you kill first. Probably someone lower end, ventriloquist or something like that. Not anyone mm-hmm. major. Like you're not gonna take out Harvey Dent or, I'm okay or, with penguin, or penguin, penguin going. Yeah. yeah so exactly. let's say he kills Penguin, <laughs> but like him killing a, a like actually killing one of them starts to trigger the other villains in like oh oh we're not this is kid gloves off we're now playing this game legit it, so you're saying it'd make like gotham even worse yes it would be oh, like yeah. it would so be like no man's batman, land batman would be become essentially borderline not just an anti-hero but like a vi- a villain a, a, vil- an, a villain of the exactly. villains yeah yes like, like I he's am a villain to style. everybody but he's also a villain to the villains because he, like he's trying to stop the villains but yeah. he's also a villain to to the heroes because he's like I'm yeah, not. he's going too far. Yeah. You have to, and you have to envision a world where he just gets power hungry and yeah. and yeah. blood and bloodthirsty. The only True. the only thing with my story is that arc ends quick because he can't. He's not going to be able to maintain that for a long Sustain time. Sustain it. Yeah, he right because he doesn't have Batman's knowledge of the superheroes. So when the superheroes eventually do start to say, "Okay, we got to step in," he's killed Penguin. He's killed this person. The the Gotham is like going into turmoil. Like the villain, like the petty crime guys on the street aren't doing as much because they see bosses are being killed. But at the same time, the big guys are raging a, ser- a serious war. Like Two Face, Joker, all those guys are running around. Azrael's killing people. The other Bat family's fighting against them. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add another layer to your killing uh, list. I think he would kill a hero, which I uh, sorry, uh, kill a um, a villain mm. that would be like that would turn like the the Robins of the world, like the allies, to turn to the heroes, be like. Yo, we really need help. This yeah. is happening. And they'd be like, yo, killing happens all the time. This is not cool. Like, just try and handle it. And I think you'd end up killing one of the allies. And oh, then yeah. that's when the heroes would be like, okay, that's it. We've had enough. Yeah. This is not I good. I can see that. Like, he kills, let's say, I'm just making this up, kills Tim Drake. And they're like, whoa, okay, this is serious. You and guys can't that, handle it. And at that point, Batman, who has been not helping either side, because he might be depressed or out yeah, of he's, the, yeah, he's dealing with his own thing. And also, he's like, because he's Batman, he won't want. He doesn't want to admit that he's made a mistake in who's mm-hmm. selected, right? Mm-hmm. Batman's always the forward-thinking, you know, tactical guy, and he picked a psychopath. He's yeah. not going to want it to. Well, the, there's a reason why he picked a psychopath, though. I, I that I guess I omitted for storytelling purposes, but he, it was kind of like a honorable thing. He just didn't want Nightwing to face Bane, yeah, um, and end up dying. So that's why he chose Azrael. It's almost like he was sending a lamb to slaughter by use, choosing Azrael <laughs> instead. Except Azrael um, turned out to be way stronger than he th- that he thought. Exactly, exactly. So his plan, quote unquote, backfires. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think I think that'd be a great story really to tell. Is. And I don't, it doesn't really matter how long it is, but I think the arc itself could be beautifully told. Like I said, yeah. in a civil war type scenario where you have two sides who are supposed to be on the same side going against each other, and you still have the villains operating as they are, and you know the Justice League comes in. Um, you get to see all the different bad allies come out the shadow and pick a side because they're, they're tired of either one side is tired of seeing Gotham, um, things being done the same way in Gotham. And then you have the other side going, Hey, the way we've been doing it is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's actually honorable. Yeah. So I think, I think there's a lot to be told here. I I would definitely, if there were ever to sort of retcon or try a different alternate universe, I don't know what, what does DC call there? Um, Um, did they ever call it an alternate universe in DC? 
I don't know. Like Elseworld. It's just yeah, usually have, something else. Yeah, they have the Elseworlds, and they, they just have their other Earths. Like Earth. Oh, other Earths, yeah. yeah. They have, like, Earth 1, 2, 3. Like, I, I yeah. actually have the multiverse book where they depict all the different Earths, but yeah. Yeah, I don't like their way of... Anyway, it's okay. Uh, I'll let that one go. But yeah, if they ever wanted to do a, a an alternate reality sort of Batman story, I think this would be a good one to tell. Yeah. And just start from that point. I think that was a really good one. That was a pretty awesome that was, that, that was an interesting idea. Yeah, we definitely talked about it really long because yeah. I just noticed what time. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, Alright, so we'll go into the discussion now? Yeah, man. I mean, we we were clamoring to do it earlier on. Yeah. Toby, you wanted to jump in and, and you... <laughs> um, so this volume of six issues is called The Epiphany and yeah. it was a freaking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I, I had a hard time finishing this. I knew we had to read it for the show and I had a hard time. Like three issues in, I was like, oh my God. I didn't even, you know how sometimes you're reading something that's so good and you want to go back because you want to understand what you just read? Yeah. I, reading this, I didn't understand anything I was reading for the first issue, issue and a half. Because mm. I'm like, why are we starting here? Why is Martian Manhunter telepathically sending uh, his thoughts to the world? I didn't understand at the very beginning. Was he sending it to everyone yeah. in the world or just the Justice League was hearing his thoughts and hearing him talking about he's a weapon. How did he come across that knowledge? Was that ever told to us at the beginning? No, that, that, that's the thing. Is like So one thing, the reason why I chose this book is because I know that everyone in this room likes Mar- Martian Manhunter. Mm. Right. And I do find that this was like the only thing in recent memory that was his book and not someone else's book that he was tagging along. It wasn't GI- Justice League of America. It wasn't JL. It wasn't, uh, uh, what's the, the space one? Stormwatch. Stormwatch. Uh, so that's why I wanted to do it. And I also wanted to confirm whether or not I was crazy or not about whether or not this was a good idea or not. Because when I remember reading it, I was like, eh. And then when I read it again, I was like, am I the only one that thinks that this is, like, not a good idea? Um, yeah, but, okay. So but is, I, there, is there an issue leading into this? Uh, no, that's the thing. This is, like, like what you get is what you get. And, like, I feel because I, I've read, I've actually read the whole run, the 12 issues. I can say... 7 to 12 becomes very clear and direct. I feel like yeah. maybe the reason why they wrote the story how they did, which if this was the purpose, then they then they hit what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Is that you're reading a character who's spliced into six different characters and they all don't know what's going on. They're all confused. They're trying to make the reader feel like they're one of the the, the pieces. Is it six? Or oh, sorry, the, four. There's yeah, there's the so old no, man. No, 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 sir, there's five. There's actual Martian Manor, where he kills himself. There's yeah. the old yeah. man. There's the the thief, the young thief girl. Yeah. There's Mister Biscuits. Yeah. And then there's Agent one. Then there's Angel Wessel. V- Vessel, yeah. Wessel. V- Wessel, whatever his name is. And you're you're reading it and like, and and reading it the second time out, I'm like, oh, you're trying to make us feel. I'm assuming you're trying to make us feel like how John, like these characters, feeling, or you're just the worst writer in the world. Yeah. Because the well, thing about this is that it was. Like the character, I don't understand that. Because the characters, if you're talking to the characters, for example, yeah, when when Wessel is being talked to, he's like, "You're like when like, there's there's like this one moment where Martian Manhunter approaches him in, in like thought, and he's like, "Yo, you're me." He's like, "No, I'm not." He's like, "Yo, you're me." No, I'm not. I have a family. I have a, I have yeah. I have this. I have a brother have from Baltimore. And this and that. And he's like, "No, you're not." Sorry. Boom. And that's when one of the very cool because the one thing I do think that a plus out of this book is I feel like we're going to go a lot more negatives. I thought a lot of the artistry was really cool, and like one of them was when he was like merging the Earth and the the Moon, uh, the Mars into one, and that became like Wessel's brain, like his head. There's like oh, a yeah. specific panel for it. 
Yeah. Like you saw when you're reading that, like he's completely confused. Mr. Biscuits, he's completely like, even though he knows what's going on, he knows that something's wrong. He has no idea how to correct what's going on. The spy girl, she didn't, she saw an alien for the first time and she's alone. She has no, she's talking to nobody yeah. and she's completely lost. And I feel like maybe they were trying to do that to the reader. But in essence, the another thing that I personally didn't like about this book, I think the story is a good idea. I think it's a bad idea that you did this to Martian Manhunter. Like, I think it's mm. a cool idea to be like, oh, like you're an six original pe- like, character. Yeah, like this, like yeah. this is this is I call this the the the, the Thor syndrome. Like when they decide, hey, so we want a girl to be, we need a new female character instead of taking like Lady Sif or creating another Asgardian, yeah. we're just going to strip uh, Thor of his power and give it to, um, what's her name? The the nurse? Oh, yeah, Jane Foster. Jane Foster. I feel like this is what that was. We're like, oh. Doctor, by the way. Doctor, don't, sorry. Don't downplay I, Jane. No, I, thought, I thought she was the nurse, sorry. <laughs> Show some um, re- put some respect yeah, on her sorry, name. <laughs> sorry, but I'm just feeling that's what they did. It's like, we have this really good idea, but we need, we need to put a name behind it to get people's attention. Oh, it makes logical sense because he can metamorphosize and change shape we're gonna use this and i'm like cool but not cool because he has a story and his story is actually really cool he's on on earth for five years before the justice league he pretends to be a african-american cop doing his detective beat yeah and that's why he learns about the world and you could have still had a multiple man moment where he sent one of himself like i'm going to learn about the gritty part of the world i want you to learn how to live as the world yeah like this would have been cool right, if just at two the, at the same t- well okay let's go back a little bit here back to the beginning so that part still happens according to what i as far as i understand he still is that uh the part you're talking about where he comes to earth as a detective and that that part never was not retconned in this story it doesn't seem my, to be Right, so that's still part of his mythology, his mythos. Yeah. The, this issue or this run starts out with him uh, trying to stop a plane from being blown up or whatever from yeah, crashing. crashing. Yeah. And during this event, this is literally how the story opens. During this, he starts to talk about how he realizes that he's a weapon and he's had a an epiphany, and he's he's aware that like the Martians and try to come back and conquer Earth. And he's sending his thoughts telepathically to the team so they can hear him and how like he's he needs to kill himself and get rid of himself so that they don't succeed in their plan. They be in the Martians. So literally you're thrown into this and you're like, what? Yeah. What is going on? That was why. What's what is happening? Yeah. The major and you just described that perfectly. And here's my major problem with it. Why did you send a telepathic message to everyone to come and stop you to do something that you needed to do to stop something worse from happening? Like, why warn the Justice League? Is it something he couldn't control that that message went out? Like, I didn't understand why he sent that message and then went to... What, he's afraid the Justice League would have looked for him? No, it doesn't matter. You're trying to destroy yourself because you're a weapon. Like, it didn't make he sense. Done, he could have done it in secrecy. Because, exactly. again, after, after he sends out this message, he tries to find a way to kill himself. Yeah. Obviously, the Justice League is going to hear this and go, our friend needs our help. Let's go find him. Yep. They find him about to, like, kill himself. And then he puts thoughts in their head and projects a reality the into their head. The most beautiful battle. I, I got to oh, say, yeah, though. It was a cool battle. That was, well, that was well drawn. And that fight, had it really happened, would have been one of the most epic battles in comic book. Yeah. 
he turns into this hulking beast of a monster and the flash and wonder woman who's the third that the superman's there no, Superman. superman's there but he wasn't fighting it was someone else oh cyborg yeah cyborg oh, yeah. the flash and wonder woman are having this insane battle with this beast and then superman walks outside and he sees the three of them just standing there and he's like uh where's john and they're just and then wonder woman's just like you must see it clark the most glorious of battles and i'm like oh my god this is it was hilarious see those yeah. little things were great but the things that led to those little things didn't even make sense no. like why yeah. did you a, tell them to show up it's to a perfect you? example like i know you we've said it before and you guys are a bit more of a fan than this than i am i i'm always liking the backstory a little bit more but you guys are always saying it's good to be jumped to be dropped into the situation you know you hold on hold on yeah you like to be dropped this is dropped into the situation and not be told the backstory this is one of those situations that they tried to do it and they failed doing that. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't executed well. It's you an, you it's should have had an issue zero about Mars. Yes, that's why. Remember how I said, was there an issue leading into this? It's because of that. It doesn't mean it's an origin story. But yeah. sometimes when you have something as vague as this, you need a little bit of a lead in. Yeah, because that's the thing. Toby and I usually say we don't want origin stories. Mm. This is like a a broken origin story because it's an origin story where they don't explain the lead into the origin. Mm -hmm. They kind of just tell you, Oh, here's this guy. He needs to kill himself. Find out why. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what? And, and and then, then, so here's another thing that maybe you guys can explain this to me because I didn't really get it. Was he old before he put himself into this vaporizer thing, whatever this (laughs) weapon, was he already split? as people yes and then killed his original form what happened from from what i read from what i read because again like you know i've read i've read i've read the whole thing so i i know a little bit before but from my understanding he arrived on earth the like he's he he seemed to memory wiped himself so he arrived on earth he separated himself because which they touch upon he's like because he knew that the martians were doing something evil fy the whole Weapon of mass destruction for people who have not read this is like oh, he, he knew it from the he knew uh, he knew it from the beginning because I, and again I don't want to spoil anything because the actual no, issue spoil, seven or eight or whatever <laughs> when they actually tell the story of how he was created is actually yeah. very unique and cool. If anything, if I knew which issue it was, I tell you guys just go to that issue, read it because and it is it, and then then double so, back because so it is he, really cool. So he knew coming to Earth. As soon as he came to Earth, he's like, oh, crap, I'm a weapon. I'm going to split myself up. He knew yeah. right away. And then he, like, memory wipes himself. Why would you do that? Because he's trying to make it so that the... Because he knows that the Martians, in order to do what they want... And a little spoiler here, so if you guys don't want to okay. hear listen, Listeners don't want to hear it. going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of this is that Mars is destroyed. And they're like, if we create John to do this cataclysmic event... Uh, Earth will be destroyed and will be repopulated. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, you find out eventually that John, although John is a person, he was a green Martian. This version of himself is like a bio, like kind of like bioengineered, kind of a bioengineered clone well, of sorts. M- yeah, magically bioengineered. Yeah, like it's weird because like you know Martians are like that. Like he gave himself, him as a person gave himself up, but by doing so, he took in. A bunch of other Martians to become what is known as Martian Manhunter, John Jones. Oh my gosh! So, with so all this, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Is like this wasn't necessary for me. It's like again, I think the concept of the story would have been good for a new character, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that character would have been continued or a new character on the Justice League, who knows? There are good things about this story. You know, sorry, super quick. You know who they could have done this story with? Miss Martian. Yes. And then that, that would have made so much sense. Because if you did it with Miss Martian where she's a white Martian yeah. the whole time, and then you find out later on that that's just a weird cover story, but she was actually this, and Martian Man- Manhunter accepts her because he knows her true backstory. That would have been and good. Th- and then you see this whole story through her eyes, and Martian yes. Manhunter then comes and helps her or whatever the case may be. That would be more interesting. But I instead, they that. did it with Martian Manhunter, and it's so, like you said, convoluted. It's It's weird. This insane story. Um, Rob Williams is definitely trying to revamp the character because I, 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 and I, I don't agree with this, but I think people don't find Martian Manhunter as interesting as a character. I, 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 I agree with the popular vote that you're saying, but I disagree as a reader. Like, like, exactly, I agree yeah. with exactly what you're saying. And my thing with Martian Manhunter is <sighs> I just think it comes down to the fact that they've just never written him. They've never given him a consistent like comic, a run. Yeah. And I get that because he probably seems too similar to the Kryptonian. Right. And, but if you. Except, except he's that. not the last of his kind. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? There's, there's definitely a way you can tell this. And I'm not, you know, going to say that I, I have the best idea as to how to do it. But what they've done so far, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I right? feel like if they did a noir story. Yep. Where he's a detective, like we talked about, it's a mm-hmm. noir style detective story. Still set in modern time, but just kind of darker and grimier. And it's just like this young black cop who's trying to figure out his stuff, who also happens to be Martian Manhunter. So, but he doesn't look like Martian Manhunter. He, he, he this is like the five years leading to. Yeah, it, it would be a great prequel book. Yeah. It's the only the, prequel book that should be in existence right now. Yeah. The prequel, I, mean, I don't think that's ever, that's, I, I can't believe that's never been done. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I know, right? Like, for all I, maybe we're wrong and this has been done, but as far as I know, I've never seen There's it. There's a few, I've I, never read any of them, but there are like about three or four other Martian Manhunter books, but I've never read what they are about. Yeah. I've never, but what I'm describing is like a full on five years before he is always in human form as this black dude. The only time he's in Martian Manhunter form is probably when he is near fire or something like that and starts to revert or fear. Or he has to fight something that's so big that he has to do it. Yeah. Um, and I, and I'm wondering this 2018 run that they're doing of Martian Manhunter that I read the first issue of. I'm wondering if that's what they're trying because he in that one he's a cop. He's always in uh in for in human form. He has a partner. It looks like it's set because the, the woman has like a beehive hairdo, like that mm-hmm. big high up do. Yeah. And it kind of seems like they're trying to do a throwback. My only gripe with that one though is the backs the backstory to that the flip side story. Whenever they go to Mars to show the Martian side, he's like a cop on the take. Oh, oh, dude. Okay. All right. You found one? Yes. Wow. As recently as December 2018, there will be a Martian Manhunter book called Martian Manhunter, and it's actually going to be written by Steve Orlando and Riley Rosmo. I launched in December. Yeah, that's the one I read. That's the one you read, the 12 issue series? Yeah. Well, I only read the first issue. I didn't love the okay. art, and I don't like the Martian backstory. I like the human story so far. But it might be a slow okay. burn. Yeah. I, I know. I, I Like I said, I only read the first issue. But sorry, Toby, yeah, I'll so let you I, continue. It's just going to be a reexamination of his origins, emotional journey, and his detective story on Earth, as you were just saying. Yeah. Um, so I hope, 
I mean, based on what you were already telling me, I'm like, oh crap, they're already doing it wrong. Well, the but thing I, is, I, I wouldn't know that that's what's the human yeah. side yeah. of it sounds interesting. The human side is good. It's the weird, like Martian backstory where he's like, there's one panel or a couple pa- panels or a page where. Like someone that he's on the take with or that he's working with calls him and he's like, I told you never call me when I'm with my family. And it's kind of this mm-hmm. weird, like, he seems like a crooked cop. And I'm like, why are they doing a crooked well, cop? Because their, their explanation here, and if you, if you oh, okay. me here, it says, in the past, John has been too perfect. One of the reasons people have not connected with him, as far as they think anyway, because okay. that's stupid. Yeah, I don't think uh, yeah. They're saying one of the reasons people have never connected with him is because he was a perfect, upright cop on Mars. And yes, his family died, but it was not his fault. And then he came to Earth and he was perfect. What? So the reason you're trying to write him as take this angle is because you felt he was too perfect? But wasn't isn't Superman too perfect? Like yeah. Superman was raised in sense. middle in Midwest America, grew up a farm boy, mm-hmm. and is called the Boy Scout. Like what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. In that with that logic, you should be rewriting Superman to have been a bully when he was in school. Red Sun. But like, yeah, Red Sun style. Like, he's just a jerk yeah. and an asshole, and then eventually he grows up and realizes he should be better with his powers. Like, I don't I don't get the take okay. of, per- no. like, they're too perfect, so let's make them... Anyways, yeah. Now, because of how poorly and underwritten he is, I think, in this case, I'm going to make an exception and go, hey, tell me a Krypton story. Mm. But a Mars story. Just, mm. just tell me the story of Mars where how did the white Martians and the green Martians and this whole dynamic of their race and come red to Martians be, and red yeah. Martians before John Johns is sent is sent to Earth. I would actually want to know that and that might help me understand his motives and his motivation to come to Earth. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be long. It could be six issues, yeah. right? The first volume. And then from there, you tell me his detective story now that we know what's happening because it feels like they are trying not to do an origin story, but we don't know enough on John anyway to begin with mm. to write a good John story. Yeah. yeah. I think in this case, we, the, the exception needs to be made that an origin story is needed for John. Yeah. Because because for now, because like, you know what it is, is that when you say the word, like example, if I say if I say the following names, I bet in a whole two seconds you'll be able to say what the, the origin story is. Flash, Batman, yeah, yeah. Superman, yeah. Yeah. Wolverine. Um, Wonder Woman. Wonder even. Woman. Uh, I'm trying to think of even on the Marvel side, you could say you could say Deadpool, you could say I- right. uh, Iron Man, you could say Captain America. All these guys, when you say them, not just us nerds, but even right. like average people, like you could go turn to someone and you say, "How did Batman become Batman?" Well, his parents died. Yeah, people yeah. will say that. John's Jones, mm-hmm. you're like like even comic book uh, fans would be like, um. You well, don't know, and he's and I think a detective, right? Yeah, like, that's like the reaction. Yes. So, like, they need to. Like, they, he's one of the very few characters. I agree with you. You need. This is one of those. You got to put it in the sand. You got to. You got to write it down. You got to make exactly. it clear what's going on. Because now, especially after this uh, twelve issue series, which FYI turns into a bit of a Power Rangers thing at the yeah. end with like big mechs and stuff, oh, which is like kind of weird. Um. It, 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 well, it already looks like they have big like when I well no we well, should talk about it yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's past what we're reading but um and sorry for super spoilers for only people who read from one to six but um I mean if anything the, people the, have read the whole thing yeah but there there are some cool things like example I thought the the art was pretty good I love yeah. I love I love the art from when he was changing and became the huge dragon to save yes that was cool that was like I was like that's what actually when I first was flipping through it when I bought it years ago I was like okay I'm, I'm sold because this looks cool. 
Um, mm. The tease of the fighting of the Justice League I thought was cool because that's the closest fight that we've gotten because in the New 52, fun fact, they're in the, the when they're doing the Justice League mm-hmm. in the New 52, they excluded John from, from, the, from the lineup. Shocking. He wasn't in part of, of the lineup. But when they're talking to Cyborg about putting him on the team, they have a reference where I think they're talking to Superman. They're all having a conversation and they're like, yeah, but don't you remember what happened the last time we tried to have a new person join the group? And then you see a splash page and it's all it's not just three of them. It's all six. So that would be Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, Batman and uh, Aquaman. They're all fighting John. And you see like these two or three panels. And I was there. I'm like. I flip the page and it goes back to him. I'm like, no. And they never go back to that moment. <laughs> That's kind of cool. And you're there and you're like, it's like horribly I, cruel, but I, I want to see this because he's, he's, he's one of the few, you know how we always talk about like this character's OP or like, he's one of the few who has such an immense power set and he's just underpowered. Yeah. Because yeah. people you know are like, I mean? Oh, he's, fire. You're done. You're like, mm. yeah. yeah, he's underutilized. It's, it's, it's insane to me. Insane. And, and and I hope that this series that came out in December does end up ju- doing it justice, or at least just help someone see, oh, this, this is close, but I could, I could, I, exactly, I could make this even better because yeah. he needs a better origin story. And this is probably one of the few times you'll hear me say, I want an origin story before you give me all this crap that changes what I or any fan really com- uh, comes to understand as as, as his. Actually, you, we can't because I don't even know what his origin yeah. is. So you tell me these stories, I have no attachment to them. There's no emotional attachment. There's no, there's no, there are no stakes for me reading this. Because the only origin all. story I know of him is one where he gets pulled from Mars when the planet is dying. He's the last of his kind. He ends up in a lab where this doctor has him for a, a long time. I didn't even know that one. Yeah, the, the, from what I understand, that's how his story starts. There's like a, a doctor. He's in a lab. There's like a girl that worked with the doctor. That was like the first woman he ever met on Earth. The doctor was the first man. He and then the I think the the either they die or someone dies, and then that's when he becomes a detective. That that as far as far as I remember, that's how his story starts. For me, I could be wrong. But for I me, so. I find the best origin story that I've ever seen or read, uh, and that meaning like I saw it, it made sense, it made me want to know more, it made perfect sense with how he exists in our universe was in justice league justice league there is a few i mean you have to watch the whole series to be able to see all of them because i don't think it's all per se in one episode i don't think it is but they have a moment where he he's he's um in a a, a dream world where he's seeing his past again Mm. and you see his daughter and you see his wife and he goes through the emotion of like this is wrong this is not what happened and then, like, because he's realizing what's happening, whatever dream state he's in so he is starting to become the reality so that he snaps out of whatever he's in. It's like having, like, the star, that star, um, you oh, know, Starro. Starro on you. It's, yeah. he's, he, that's like a Starro mount moment, but it's not with Starro. Okay. And I, I saw it and I'm like, thank you, because that makes sense. And it even says, like, that's why he says, like, that's why when I came to Earth, I was in hiding yeah. because I didn't know what to do and I didn't know and I, I I'm alone. And yeah. I needed to be alone. And then you're like, you're like, yeah. all right, that's good. But they need to do that. It's one of the very few times, just like in Batman anime series with Harley Quinn, you did it right there. Bring that into the comic book. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we just need a like significant, uh, a distinct point of truth. Like yeah. just one. 
so that once you have that set established background and that established uh, backstory to them, then you can you can diverse it, you can change it, you can have different variations of that. Then we don't need an origin story. But unfortunately, we haven't even spent much time talking about this comic book. There's yeah, a reason why. I know. <laughs> well, the other thing is like the, the thing that also was annoying because a the re- reason why we're not talking about it much, it's very confusing as fuck. Yeah, it's, it's very con- very confusing. I wouldn't even know what to it's, try and explain to you. It's convoluted. <laughs> They give you the surprise right away. That's another problem. They tell you right away. I'm a, I'm 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 a weapon of mass destruction. You're like, well, yep. okay, yeah. You're already on like a bad foot. And the only other quote unquote, other than trying to figure out how many pieces he is, yeah. The only other like secret is he has that kid in the wheelchair uh, with the no, dead mom. And like the whole guy. time I was there, I'm like, okay, you're obviously one of two things. Either a, you're one of the white alien white white martians yeah. on the earth that you're just pretending to do do this so you get close or b you're the the angry side of yeah. john you're and, only you can only be one or the other and the other thing that kind of bothered me is that this kid has convinced the vessel or wessel guy the fbi agent that oh you need to bring me with you because what if i'm an, an important part of this who cares? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the thing with the FBI agent is... I actually didn't understand even, their story. He's not a good age, uh, FBI agent, if you but ask me. <laughs> the FBI agent has, is seeing all these people, and he realizes, oh, there are there, there are monsters, and like I am here, and I'm connected to this story somehow. And, oh, I, I have a family. I have a brother in Baltimore. He keeps telling himself that. Even later on, he says it, when after he knows for a fact, after his world's been exploded and he's been told the truth, he still talks about his brother because mm. at one point he's like, "Oh, I can see Baltimore from here." Like, who cares? Yeah, it's kind of like the, what's it called? Like you tell yourself a mantra over and yeah. over again yeah. to keep you grounded so you don't lose your mind. But in my head, yeah, in my head, I'm just like, "But I don't understand. You're an FBI agent. There are obviously people chasing after you. I get that. But at the same time, you don't want to actually be a part of this." Why did you get on the plane with Mr. Mr. Biscuits and this little... Well, you didn't bring a little girl, but you and Mr. Biscuits get on a plane. You're walking through the airport with parts of Mr. Biscuit in bags. You know that looks weird. You even walked into the airport knowing full well you were probably going to get caught. Like, all these things. You're. It's only when he's in the airport that he starts to question why they're not being caught. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't show us the scenes leading up to him going in or the scenes where Mr. Biscuit's like, I need to cut myself in half and be put in two bags. Well, and no, then he, you have he, to carry me <laughs> into an airport where there are agents who are already looking for us and most likely going to be in the airport. I was actually going to say that was actually the one saving grace of the book. I really enjoyed the parts with Mr. Biscuit. I don't know if it's because he was quirky. I don't know if it was just because it was so zany that yeah. it was entertaining. Um, Mr. Because Biscuit, uh, Mr. Biscuit uh, is, like is one Bugs of these. Bunny side of him. Yeah, he's like. He's a, he's a, he's obviously in it. He's like more buggish. Yeah, I think, he's an I think he's like, well, the Alicia, the girl calls him stick insect. insect. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of funny that it's a, a little girl that's like, okay, I'll help you. I'll help you. You need yeah. biscuits. I don't. I, that's the one thing I'm like, I don't understand. So some random bug tells you to get biscuits and he's gonna give you money. I mean, don't get me wrong. You're a kid, sure. Like, I mean, oh, you're you're easily manipulated, but I don't understand how this happens. I know, yeah, I don't understand exactly what happens. Like, kids, you know. But he also like happens. leaves her behind to to like he knows for a fact there were people chasing him. She was with him when she was beat when he was being chased, and he tells her, "I'm leaving you behind to protect you." No, you left her behind in an airport by herself, 
this young mm-hmm. child mm-hmm. with no safety, no security. Mm-hmm. Why did you think that was a good idea? And the other thing about this, I think the other reason why this was also kind of confusing, if you really think about it, not a lot actually happened in the six issues. Like, no, the it's, first it's, it's a day. It's a day. Nothing. It's at best a day. It's, it's actually really aggravating. When The reason I read issue seven and eight, because it's issue six kind of ends on a cliffhanger. But in my head, I was just like, but you didn't tell me anything in six issues. You literally just wrote a confusing story where you bring people together, all of them once again confused and lost. And I get that if you're the writer and you were trying to make us feel how they felt through the story. You did a good job. You did a good job. But at the same time, I, I and yes, you definitely made it that I needed to read the next issue because I didn't understand. But you shouldn't make it that I want to read the next issue out of anger for not getting what I needed out of the first six issues. Mm -hmm. You should make it that I want to continue reading because it was very well written and interesting. Mm. The epiphany here is you're a bad writer in this situation. (laughs) That's all due respect. All due respect, (laughs) Raw Williams. The epiphany was fuck you. (laughs) I'm reading issue seven out of anger, not because I like your writing. That uh, to me is annoying. I, mean, I would love to see if he's ever been questioned about this and what he uh, had to say. I feel like telling Just, you guys to read like the last five pages, you're not going to like the last five pages. Well, I'm happy that no. it ends there, though. But okay, did it end because it got canceled or did it end because it no, was only supposed to be 12 it, issues? No, it, it was supposed to only be 12 issues. Okay. It concludes. But if you read the last five pages, it, it, it doesn't really like it concludes in the sense that the story ended. It doesn't okay. conclude it doesn't what's going on with John. <laughs> so you're just there. You're like, so you're you're kind of whole, but you're still lost. Like, it's like being like, well, I corrected everything. But it's like in order to make everything right, I had to actually make myself the last entity. I have to say entity because technically by the end of it, you find out that he's like, you know, like I said, he's uh, he's a Martian that was yeah. genetically engineered on. The ending is him admitting, like, well, now I had to do something, and now I'm officially really the last existence of Mars. And you see a look on his face like he's, like, super depressed about it. All I know is Alicia as a character mm-hmm. wasn't worth it. Like, I, like Which one was that? The, the, little the, girl. the little girl. Oh, because she becomes... Oh, wait, did you read the... Yeah, yeah, I oh, saw yeah, what yeah, happens yeah, yeah, to her yeah, next. Yeah. Like, it... <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it. Because at that. if you only read the first six issues, she essentially gets killed. Like from your perspective, yeah. she, these <laughs> white Martians or whatever Martians show up, and they've wiped, they've made it that she's invisible to the people in the airport. She's screaming bloody murder! Somebody help me! And then she just gets taken, and you don't know what happens. And in my head, I was just like, "How are you gonna do a little child like like?" Like it's, Wait, that wasn't a that wasn't a mental that wasn't a, uh, no, that a psychological projection. No, that no, happens. that's what they did to her. She's running through the airport because she's with them. They leave. Yeah. He kisses her on the forehead. But then those guys make it that no one sees her in the airport as she's running around screaming. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. And then the, the last panel is her on the floor crying, screaming with her hands up, and everyone in the airport just walking around and ignoring, ignoring her. her. And I'm like, yeah. what the. F- it's the story you're writing. Why is this little girl being? I mean, there's there's more to it. I know, yeah, but like, but I mean, again, that, that's what I'm saying. If I didn't read past it and that was the last panel for her, 
I'd be like, well, Mr. Biscuit did you wrong because he didn't leave any form of protection for you. Mm-hmm. He gave you money and cookies and walked off. What the? F- and she even says, money I'm a child. This does this is nothing for me. Yeah. And then proceeds to eat the cookies that were with the dirty money in the bag, by the way. Something yeah. that I feel so, a parent would have been like, no, we, you can't eat those cookies anymore. They're loose in a bag with money. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry, the, the parental side of my brain yeah. is just like, that is filthy. <laughs> but all that to say, like, it's just they don't do any of... And I know I say this every once in a while, and it's not because I'm trying to be on soapboxes, but it's just something I'm noticing now because I am more aware of it. The female characters in this comic don't like don't survive. Pearl is the only mm. one out of the I, I, the identities. But there's only really that, two if you think about it. Exactly. That, that's yes, another thing. There's that's only two thing. of them, <laughs> and out of the two, one of them is a little girl who possibly is murdered in an airport. In front of people, and the other one is Pearl, the only one who turns into an alien and loses her female form. Well, she's still she's still drawn as a female mar, mar, Martian. I'm saying in the sense that the human mold, the mind, uh, okay. is still a human man with a cape who thinks he's a superhero, mm-hmm. yeah, which was true. kind of funny. Yeah. Vessel is just Vessel, who then realizes he can use his powers because he uses his powers, yeah. the telepathic powers, towards the end. The uh. Mr. Biscuit is a stick figure weird creature, so he always was. Mm -hmm. Pearl was the only one that was a female, like, embodiment of him. I guess the heart was what she was supposed to be. And she's the one that, the first one to come to the realization and then get changed. But there's no women. Like, yeah, she's a female version of the male alien. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm. This, This whole experience to me was equivalent to a shoulder shrug. Yeah. Like, it had, it had some funny, some maybe cute moments because yeah. of the interaction between Mr. Biscuits and Little Girl, but even then I was kind of creepy. Yeah. I, I just felt trapped in a graphic novel that felt too <laughs> long, but had no substance. I'm trapped in a graphic novel. You know what movie. I mean? Like, yeah. that's that's what it felt like. And every time I was able to escape it, I didn't want to go back in. Yeah. But I knew I had to read six issues to be able to discuss it somewhat. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, it took me a while. It took me, and they're not long. So this is how oh. bad this is to me. It took me like three different times to read like all six. So yeah. I read two first, then another two, and another two. It was uh, oof. I don't know, but I think I think we need a we need a refresher on how we write this character. I know he has a lot of power sets, and maybe they don't want to make him too OP. But how about we just see all of it? Like, yeah. give me a story that shows how he chooses to use all different aspects of his powers. But I, I just start from the beginning. I wonder if the reason why DC doesn't do it. Because they're scared that that means like all of a sudden like Superman's not going to be viewed as well. Yeah, he's stronger than Superman in my opinion. Oh no, he is, or he's at least <laughs> on a very strong equivalent. Because obviously Superman with his pop- invisibility, no, but like Superman with his like heat vision or whatever could probably obviously mess around with John the whole fire thing, right? But like that's the one. He's thing. always been a guy who's like I'm head, to- I'm toe to toe. Martian he- Manhunter's disadvantage to Superman is that his quote-unquote kryptonite is easier mm-hmm. to recreate than kryptonite. Yeah. And it's very much more crippling. It, yeah, it's just fire. Because like, it, it's not just... It's something that you can easily... Like, a, a boy scout in the woods with two sticks and a stone can you make could buy it. You, <laughs> could, you could buy it on, on they, the uh, for a dollar. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Exactly. They should have made him come from a different planet. I don't know, I guess. Because Superman's, uh, what's it called, weakness is his home planet as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Same with Martian Manhunter, except his, again, is in our solar system and easier to find. Yeah. Mm. Um... 
Yeah, I, think I mean, over... I don't think we need to really talk about but, any supporting uh, cast here because all his side no, pieces, yeah. as I choose to call them, are his all side <laughs> 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 they're all they're all useless characters. Yeah, uh, the plot left a lot to be desired. Yeah, um, there wasn't really much there. He, yeah, he's a doomsday device, and he split himself up into six or five different characters, whatever you want to call it, so that they don't actually use him as a. They don't find. They're not so that sorry, not they, but the the Martians aren't able to find him to use him as yeah. that weapon, even though um, they seem to be able to know him, because every time yeah. the Martians see one of the personalities, they immediately go, "I can see you, I know who yeah, you are." Exactly. And, but the people are like, "What are you talking about?" Like when Pearl's on the side of that building and the Martian comes into the room and Pearl's about to rob the guy, hmm. the guy comes into the room. I don't even know if the guy was coming in to kill the Saudi prince. I think he was oh, coming yeah, because he, he knew was. Pearl was there oh. and kills the prince and then tells her. I can see you. And she's like, mm-hmm. what the hell? And freaks out. And then lands, you know, this is when she should have realized something was wrong when she landed a 70 story fall and not die and not die. <laughs> or jumping from like land to like to a bu- hundred uh, yard away yeah. boat. Yeah. Like hmm. she's like, Oh, I, I guess I could do this now. Yeah. 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 Like, I was like, what is going on? Oh my God. My secret so identity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, is the Justice League worth talking about here? I mean, they make a brief appearance. Like I said, the, my favorite part is just that yeah, cool fight, that fight. In, in the in the mine. That was the main. Okay, that yeah, was, you're right. That was my favorite part. I thought that was super cool, but yeah. that was about it. Um, that's about it. And I seen his first six issues. I have nothing. I have nothing good to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing good. Sadly. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Anything else you guys want to add to this? No, I think no, we can go no, into I, the next I could, I'll, I'll, If anything, my last comments will be for final thoughts. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay. So what are we doing next? We will be doing best or at worst. So uh, I'm taking. I took up a, uh, a topic that we've actually discussed. We briefly in the past mentioned that it'd be a cool topic to go over, mm. and the fact that we this is a Justice League character and the Justice League shows up. We're going to do the best or at worst of the supporting characters. Let's say mm-hmm. of the Justice League. What I mean is that we're just going to exclude the founding members. Founding members being where you don't get to use Batman, Flash, Green Lantern, Hawk Girl. John Jones, Superman, or Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I made a reference that you guys could use the Justice League Unlimited cl- cast, but technically you mm-hmm. could use anyone you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I, basing- think, I think Aquaman should be left out too. I, yeah. I agree with that because he's yeah. very important. I think whatnot. Aquaman mm-hmm. technically was one of the original. He, yeah, exactly. He was one of the original, but he, I, well, I mean, in the show, based off the show, he was just like, yeah, I'm part of you guys, but I'm going to do with Atlantic yeah. stuff. No, no, I know, but I, well, if anything, we should clarify, we're doing the DCAU, the DC Animated Universe. Yeah. Then, yeah. Justice League. Yeah. So we'll if you that. guys, you know, the cartoon that we grew up with and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'd leave out a few more people, but I won't, I won't over. Well, they, they, but you throw them out via you not using them in your options. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So like uh, green arrow, for example. Yeah. Sorry. But anyways, oh, yeah, so true. we'll, true. we'll true. go into it. So we'll start with best. You guys got a best. Wow. I, I know exactly what my choices are. So best is a deep one because I don't know if there's necessarily a best after the top 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, but again, um, that's why it's supporting characters. Uh, I, I I can I'm gonna wait a little bit if someone else wants right, to. Go. I'll 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 we'll draw, talk to you. I know my and I've said this before. Actually, no, I think that character is my favorite. So no, I don't know my best. Okay, so, I knew who, I know who my favorite is. I, I'll tell you. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna say best based off of storyline and how important the character is, also how strong the character is, and the relevancy to the show. Mm. I'm going to say um, it's Supergirl because Supergirl drives a lot of episodes. Uh, it's because of her that Power Girl ends up existing uh, with Cadmus mm. and everything. And it drives essentially 
almost half to almost a full season of Justice League Unlimited, her story. And it's her trying to figure out all the answers. And it's the first time you really see someone who's not um, part of the original founding members truly kind of taking a leadership role, even though she's not taking leadership. Mm. That being said, she's also, out of all the supporting cast members, probably the strongest. Beside maybe Dr. Fate in regards to power level. Yeah. So for me, I would say in regards to best being the most important, the most uh, useful character, I'm saying it's Supergirl. If we're going based off of that, then I'm going to say Cyborg. Because hmm. Cyborg also... Oh yeah, he was. The, the, he wasn't a Justice League. Yeah. He drives. He drives a lot of story as well, as far as the mother box and all these technologies and all these things that actually comes into the Justice League lore that became permanent. A lot of it was because of the cyborg side story. That's true. So I guess in terms of best and what we have to pick, I would have to pick him to join that uh, that mantle as well. Okay, uh, I'm. I I wasn't sure, but I I, I definitely do think. And you mentioned him, Doctor Fate. Uh, I, I think Dr. Fate is one of the best characters on the team and is underutilized a lot. Oh, he frustrates. I don't know what it is. I, I mean, it, it makes, makes me angry. I think the part that, that usually annoys people with that character is very much, and it makes sense, He's it's Naboo the helmet that Not takes over somebody else. So yeah. Dr. Fate isn't really... Dr. Fate is a merger of a character and the helmet. Yeah. If so, like it's so conflicting to root for it because you know it's such malicious. Yeah, it's it, like it, he essentially is kidnapped and forced someone to be the <laughs> body for him to mm. use his power through. Yeah. So I get why that is hard for him to be the best. But at the same time, I, I guess it's one of those characters who's I'm doing this for the greater good of the world because without a body, this power that I have is useless, and I'm actually really powerful. Is what he's mm-hmm. kind of trying to tell people, mm-hmm. and I get it. it. It definitely sucks that someone has to give up their life for it, but it's for the greater. Because at the end of the day, technically, it's not like he's saying, "Oh, put on my helmet, I'm going to take it over, but I'm going to yeah. destroy the world." Put on my helmet, sure, you're going to have to take a back seat, but I'm saving the world. Yeah, like and and so also, you get conflicted. I'm, I'm healing you. Like you will not feel pain. You will not yeah. be injured. Like you'll just age, yeah. When you take it off, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. That's Only when thing. you take it off, too. yeah. You don't even age. It, it, it like you said, it's when, really when you take off the helmet that, because that's the same thing, right? With Zatanna, what we saw, we had that episode recently. We we're all watching Young Justice yeah. this yeah. season, where you saw that the father is only aging. Well, he's aged, but it makes sense because Zatanna's like a teenager now. Mm-hmm. But he's yeah. only been aging every year when he sees her and takes the helmet off for his birthday. His birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or for their for an anniversary that they created between themselves. Yeah. So yeah, Doctor Fate is, I think, one of the best characters in the DCAU version. Okay. Uh, my okay. favorite now. Yeah, go for it. The question I told you guys before. Of course. That's my boy. The question <laughs> is easily one of the best characters on that show. Uh, he's my favorite because when it all comes down to what you know. The question is just hanging out there being like, I actually know quite a bit. You guys all think it's conspiracy, but I've been investigating behind the scenes. <laughs> and it's just this constant weird story. of He almost feels like the mythological character of Cassandra from uh, the, the one who falls for Apollo. And then, no, Apollo falls for her and she scorns his love. She's just like, I don't want you. So Apollo gifts her the power of sight. 
The only thing is, no one will ever believe what she's saying. Mm. So she can see the future, but no one believes what she's saying. And that's like the question. Mm. He, 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 through his research, he finds the links to everything, mm. but everyone thinks he's crazy because of how he presents it, mm. because it looks like such a crazy conspiracy theory thing. Like, he has the ropes with, on the it's wall. It's also how he talks. Yeah, yeah. He also <laughs> talks kind of outlandishly yeah. nuts and fast-paced yeah. and, like, you know. But I, that's why he's one of my favorites. Well, I was going to... Oh, sorry. You go, Topes. You go, Topes. Uh, mine, I, it's going to be short, but I think my favorite is it's hard to pick a favorite, but I'm going to go based on how I felt when I first saw him uh, animated uh, Etragon. Yeah. Yeah. To me, yeah, he's very, he's awesome. Just his call, his battle cry, his call, his backstory, his origin is actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Jason Blood and stuff like that. All the, you know, intricacies of how he became to be Etragon and the powers of, that he wields and how Batman actually seeks his help whenever it comes to supernatural like mm. issues with the Justice League and stuff like that. So, I'd have to go with Etrigan as my favorite. I, I completely. And he's he's funny too, so it makes the yeah. The, the, the cool thing more. I was about to say the cool thing about him is that he's being serious, but he's being funny while he's being yeah. serious. And yeah. they're like it's, well, it's the rhyming. It's yeah. hard not to find the rhyming hilarious. But even <laughs> even just how he's like when he gets angry at things and he's like, no, we got to do this. It's how he says it. He's yeah. just like, but no, uh, I would say my favorite, which was gonna be tied for also <laughs> best for me, uh, but I I chose to keep it as my favorite. I'm agreeing with Brian. I love the question. I didn't really know the question before this show. And when I watched it, I was like, you're the man. You're yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, again, he's also one of the, he is someone who does tie a lot of ropes together yeah. with his with his little red wires to help the Justice League realize what's going on. Uh, and he's just he's just a great all around character to listen. And honestly, he has my favorite quote because I've never forgotten this quote. And I think I've even said it on the show. You have Supergirl and him talking and. He says he makes a reference about like, oh, I got this, and she's like, wait a minute, I threw that in the garbage. Are you going through my garbage? And he's just like, he looks at her like, go through your garbage. I go through everyone's garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, that's amazing. Yeah, instead of like, <laughs> instead of like trying to make it seem like, no, no, I didn't go. It's like, no, no, I go through everyone's garbage. You don't seem to understand. Yeah, like like all of you have dirt, and I'm gonna grab all of it, yeah. and I just love because it because that's it. Like he. One of the, and I'll make it super quick. He comes across as a poor man's Batman because yeah. Batman would get the information by spying on you with a satellite. The question gets the information by going through your trash. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I love about it. Batman light. Yeah, but yeah, I will yeah. give a a small shout to one of my favorite episodes, which is a Wildcats episode. Oh yeah, which is just a it's just about a underground like wrestling. Uh, ring and yeah, he's that was, basically Black like stuff, yeah, right? yeah exactly and it's just one of these things they're like why are you doing this he's like well I felt useless and they're like no you're you trained all of us we're we're good because of you and I was like oh that's cool so a little shout out to him uh, I would definitely so I'm going to start off with my worst my worst is going to be very very quick vigilante you cowboy fuck get off the show I really <laughs> never liked you I don't like your hat I don't like your scarf I don't like your dual wielding <laughs> but he has your dual wielding a- wait wait pea shooters but yet you're firing like 20,000 rounds with not one reload but he's, this a makes, man. No. he's such a positive if, character if you don't like him then you don't like Hawkeye <laughs> I don't oh. like Hawkeye weapons, so I, <laughs> weapons, I know weapons, weapons specialists usually for me are like meh it's yeah. it's it's but just he's one such a positive guy. I don't care. No, you have Vixen's a positive character. Is a ta- you know since we have this. Oh, there's a, I could name. There's all of them are positive. That's why they're good guys. 
I know. Yeah, but there you go. I, I, mean, I mean it in the sense that like Sorry, vigilante no. should vigilante should definitely not be there. I think someone took him out with his pinky. I think he went up to like a bad guy and he was like one of these like super bad guys and he literally like flicked him and he went like flying away. I'm like, yeah, like 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 the fly you are. Get out of here. Oh, and that's my opinion. So. I like that guy. I like that guy's <laughs> gumption. Screw gumption. I like um, that. <laughs> I think my worst man. There's so many ties for worst. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put. Okay, here's the thing. Two worsts: plastic man and elongated man. Because oh. <laughs> they're the same person. <laughs> elongated man is a good detective. At, at one flash. point, Green Lantern says we don't need two stretchy guys because we don't even need, <laughs> we don't even need one. Yeah. Um, oh, and man. I think just to have, I don't. This is probably controversial, but I actually think Shazam. One of the worst. Justice figures. Is it you upset a lot of people? Is it because he's just a repetition or like what? Yes. I mean, sorry, not I'm gonna say Captain Marvel for the sake of yeah, yeah. uh of legacy here. Um I just don't like the idea of the ten year old boy in the body of a man. Okay. Like the mind it's just there's I think it's it was good for cool. Kids. Yeah, but there's no real like I'm sorry, I know it's a comic book and we have all these levels of fantasy and stuff like that, but this when you really think about it is not I, I don't know as, as imagine you being in the justice league and you know the person standing next to you is though he looks like a man it's a kid in there yeah you know what i mean like yeah, you're the using yeah. a kid to fight and like yeah I, his stories just never really resonated with me I, I didn't care if i wanted to be a superhero as a kid i'd want to still be like me you yeah. know what i mean yeah he's not necessarily himself but the the only yeah, anyway. the, the only cool thing he had in the show, though, in my opinion, is there is an episode where he basically fixed the moral compass of the Justice League, because he at the end of an he tried to join them, and at the end of the episode, they're like, "Oh, we might join you, we might let you join," and he actually turns around, and he's like, "I don't want to join because you guys aren't the heroes that I thought you were." Oh, okay. And I was like, that always resonated with me, like, oh, that's cool. But I completely agree with Toby's perspective in the sense that, like, I don't see how. A, a per, like okay yeah you have all your powers but as a 10 year old kid how are you making like world changing this how do you get to make the right yeah. world changing yeah. decisions <laughs> I never agreed with that so I agree with Toby on how he's, he's not he's not mature enough yeah. like he's literally he he's being used you're using a kid yeah he hasn't there's nothing yeah it's true he hasn't lived <laughs> well that's like the kingdom come story right the whole idea is that you know Lex Luthor takes advantage of the fact that he's a child and mm-hmm. and like brainwashes him and then when he grows and he keeps him like immature and young and has control over him as he grows into an adult and every and then no one messes with Lex Luthor because they realize when he grows yeah, into he, when he's an he adult endorsed them publicly. Yeah, when he's an adult he looks exactly like Shazam and people realize, "Oh, that's who Billy Batson was. He was Shazam the whole time." <laughs> Don't mess with that guy. Mm-hmm. Um on my yeah. end the my least favorite or I guess worst but not really worse, uh Red Rocket Red, yeah, exactly. Oh, Red, you're just you're just doing on the fact of like no appearance, like yeah. he was in the background ones. <laughs> Check this out. Red Rocket was, and because I, I remember Red Rocket, Red Rocket is essentially, um, I don't know if you guys remember, but in Alpha Flight there was a robot at one is that point. Marvel? Yeah, that's Marvel. Okay. So Alpha Flight had a guy named Block. Okay. Which I don't know why they had this character. So they had Block, and then um, in what's the other one? Uh, I don't remember what team there was, but there was another blunky, clunky robot character. Red Rocket is essentially all of those. Every team has a clunky robot character that means 
absolutely nothing or it's a guy in a suit in a clunky suit who's like an excessively poor version of iron man so it's a crappy stripe this yeah this guy yes exactly on this team you already have stripe so this is the soviet stripe <laughs> who like kind of helps out he's rocket red and doesn't really do anything of importance and was on the team and i'm and, and he in they mention it here too he fights lobo and gets his suit torn apart so your suit wasn't even worth anything because you're just a guy in a suit that Lobo could rip apart and essentially just kill you inside. So I'll support you because it reminds me of another red, red thunder or red whatever the. Well, the red, red tornado, tornado is actually yeah. strong though. Yeah, but I like red tornado. <laughs> but yeah. you guys know my opinion about red tornado. Red, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like this guy is an even. If you don't like red tornado, this guy's an even poorer version of that Ugh. character. You know what I mean? Ugh. So right, yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, that was so. Fun. That's those. Those are our worst. Those are the worst. Yeah, that was good. All that's, right. That's, 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 Final thoughts, kids. Martian right. Manhunter so, Volume One, Twenty Fifteen: The Epiphany. Final thoughts. So, my opinion, I'll do it very quick. This should have been a different character. It shouldn't have been Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Martian Manhunter should have been done right. I actually kind of agree with Doc's analogy that it, I think this could have worked as Miss Martian yeah. Manhunter. Agreed. I think that could have worked. Yeah. With that being said, had this been someone else's story, maybe I would have given it about a. Th- 3.75 if it was someone else's because I wouldn't have been emotionally invested but since you took two ideas and most put into one I'm going to divide my thing by two <laughs> and you Good gave God. basically two yeah. two yeah you gave like two, two. You gave like a little two. under two a little under two nice. but I'll, I'll give you the little smidge because you put Martian Manhunter's name on it <laughs> final, final, final thoughts as we've if we had had an origin story and we had known that this is what it was leading to like yeah. this could have been an event level type scenario yeah. right we would have known that eventually at some point someone's coming from martian manhunter as the weapon yeah that's that's what this would have been should have been and unfortunately because we never had that background we never really we don't even really know much i've been advocating to know more about martian manhunter from time yeah. <laughs> like from ever yeah that i feel like it's just <laughs> it's just way it's just way overdue we just need that in order to establish further to make this character exactly who he needs to be who i think he can be um with that said i'm just gonna rate this 1.5 out of 5 i terrible <laughs> i like the pause it's terrible. like it was like the, it was like the smoke weed every day pause it's like these are my thoughts terrible <laughs> uh yeah on my end i i gotta say i'm genuinely disappointed because i reading the first issue and seeing the first fight with the Justice League and seeing how powerful... That's the thing, right? They show us how powerful Martian Manhunter is in the first issue. Mm-hmm. He takes mm-hmm. on Superman, knocks him down, takes on... does, And then doesn't even take on Wonder Woman, Flash, and Cyborg, but convinces them that... Yeah, and mentally just throws Scarlet the image of like... Style. Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, this is what you guys are fighting. And then takes off and then st- still kills himself. And it's... Mm. And you're... and. When I read that, I was just like, oh, this has some potential. Mm-hmm. And then issue two was like someone took Toilet a crap. Very yeah. <laughs> like someone was just like, hey, let's let's build this first issue up. This is the pilot. The want the network to buy the show. And then immediately you're just like, fire all the writers, fire all the staff, and you just put in kids and you're like, go wild. We already got the contract signed. We can do whatever we want. Apes and on what, typewriters. Yeah. That's, and that's what it feels like. It feels like Robin Williams. Rob Williams, sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't hurt no, Robin no, Williams' yeah, yeah. legacy with my saying Rob that. <laughs> Williams. It felt like Rob Williams wrote this awesome, like, script and, like, uh, treatment for them 
to introduce him to the idea of the story and only wrote what he was going to do in the first issue. And then the second issue, he was just like, oh, okay, good. Cause I didn't actually have anything, any good ideas and just started throwing stuff out. And then that's, and then people somehow bought it. So for me, it, it's, it's a 1.5. I, uh, cause it's, it, it's 1.5 and that's only because there's six issues and the, the first issue is the only one I liked. So it got oh, the one, man. it got the one point and it gets the point five because I like Martian Manhunter and they tried. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give it a point five back. So I'm going to say it's a two out of five for the artwork. Oh, yeah. I agree. Okay. I'm not going to give it any more because that, that was my little smidge extra. With the artwork. <laughs> my point five, I, is I, my po- there. Yeah. I'll pretend my point five is for the artwork then. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that, but I'm like, you know what? Every point you mention is probably why I give it a 1.5, and yeah. I don't want to discredit the artwork despite the terrible writing and yeah, the, the terrible artwork plot nice. and everything. Because yeah. the other thing is, like, I, it's one of those situations where, like, I actually wish I was in the writer's room to figure out, like, how did you guys come to this conclusion? Yeah. Let's how is this the this, how guys. is this? Let's have an ideation. Let's have an ideation session. Yeah, like, how, you know, is, let's, let's, <laughs> how did this become a good idea to you? That's what I want to know. Yeah. yeah. Guys, so that's it. That was the uh, the final thoughts. What did that, what does that average out to? You gave it. Two. Uh, we all gave it two. No, in the end, I gave one point five. I didn't did. add the extra point five. Oh, okay. So then... I said my original point five is now for that. So for the arts. <laughs> so it's five point five on fifteen. So not that great. <laughs> it's percent. God damn. <laughs> that's a definitely yeah. a fail in class. <laughs> Rob, resubmit your paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rob's terrible. Oh. But yeah, guys, that's that's no. the whole show. I, I mean, we did have fun discussing it. We da- didn't necessarily have fun reading it, and I think no. that no. anything that's that's the fun of but this that, podcast. That, yeah. We get to at least have a co- yeah. like we we they, re- can't, they all can't, they can't all be like yeah the home runs you know. We at least got to have a conversation about something and get to poke fun at it. Mm. This wasn't Coyotes level, but no, you know, no, no, yeah. nothing will be Coyotes nothing level. Be coyotes. <laughs> that's a whole other level. I'll, ne- of... I will never regret making us read that because that was one of my favorite episodes to listen. Right. To. Go back to season one, kids. It's yeah. a great list. Coyotes, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> still yeah. one of my favorites. Did they even make any, of any more know. of it? Oh, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Dave, what do you want to tell the people, man, as we sign off? Oh, uh, well, follow me, uh, Merck underscore Witta, W-I-T-T-A underscore mouth, uh, on Instagram. Uh, you could also see me at square-idea.com on our website. We also have Facebook. Uh, we have Instagrams. Uh, the, the team is building. Uh, 2019 is starting to look like a good year for releases. Uh, we're all starting to get our ducks in a row. So if you want some nice independent works, that's a good way to do it. Um, shout out to all the to the boys working because they're all working really really hard on their stuff and uh, yeah in general support your local comic books oh you can also find um, us on Patreon you could find uh, the Fathom and Trinity on Patreon as well if you want to donate um, and again if you do if and if not just go on Patreon there's a bunch of great independent stuff all over the world on there so it's really good to check out. Totes. Yeah. Um, if anything, you can follow me on Instagram at that fit dude. Mostly fitness stuff, some personal stuff here and there, but usually mostly fitness. If you ever want to, you know, get any workout ideas or anything like that, <clears throat> you can follow me on there. Um, and for anything related to the show, I mean, FranklinArmstrong.com, and find us on all you know outlets: Stitcher, yeah. Spotify, Apple Music, and the list goes on. Yeah, guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you for tuning in and follow me on Instagram at Brian Holiday, H-O-L-I-D-A-E. We, we we love doing the show, so we'll be back with another one soon. Peace, guys. Yeah, that's, it, that's all. Deuces.